return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Amen. Well, tonight we got Brother Levi coming to share. Levi, how long have you been here in the United States? Two years. Hallelujah. So let's welcome him as he comes Thank and gives you. a message. Thank Amen. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Praise God. Usually I have a quiet evening with everyone, so. <laughs> but I'll need you to respond if I say praise God. Praise God. <laughs> you know, sometimes a preacher needs to be encouraged. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, so the Lord has, has been leading me to... Um, to help us pray. And I'm actually hoping that uh, you are learning that through me because uh, I believe that God wants us to be a praying people. And uh, my few observations about, I mean, I can't say the American church, is that we don't really pray that much. And um, I'm hoping that God will help us, God will help me to to, to help you and encourage you to pray. So I want us to pray for some short period of time, maybe two or three minutes, and, and before I start sharing what I'm going to teach today. And if you have your Bibles with you, I'd like us to open to First Timothy chapter 1. Oh, praise God. Gary, can you come out? Thank you. And those of you watching on Facebook, I love you, and thank you for joining me today. Uh, the Lord is going to bless you and change your life. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. So, 1 Timothy chapter 2, the verse 1. It says, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good. And acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. So I want us to pray for all men. I want you to keep verse 4 in focus as we pray right now. Praying for all men. Praise God. For the Bible says it is good and acceptable in the sight of God that God wants all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. So go ahead and pray. I want us to intercede for unsaved people all around the world. But mind you, that's the reason why Jesus came. He came for the salvation of souls. I want us to pray. Go ahead and pray. When I say pray, pray. Pray. Pray in the spirit. Pray in your understanding. Whatever way you understand, go ahead and pray. That man will be liberated from the domain of darkness. And that they will come to the glorious kingdom of our God. Go ahead and pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Rakizo Frato, Kizo Frada, Ligabas, Kentolo Grahata, Kizko, Resho Parata, Kala, Digada, Toshe, Kelebra, Digabaskia. We pray for all men, O oh God. 
For this is what your word asks us to do, O God. So we pray for all men. The unsaved, the unconverted, all around the world, O God. For your word says that if our gospel be hid, it's hid to them who are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not the gospel. Lord, we pray for them that the scales of darkness be taken off them in the name of Jesus. And we declare that the light, the glorious light of the gospel is shining unto them, O God. We thank you that they are liberated from the shackles of the devil, from the bondage of Satan in the name of Jesus, all across this nation in the name of Jesus, in every country of this world in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That there's a massive harvest of souls all across the nations of the world. In the name of Jesus. We thank you that everything holding them is taken of them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that they are willing. They are willing to hear the message and to receive the gospel. And be changed in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for our cities. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And I encourage you to pray. And especially to pray for the United States. You know, last week I was talking about... Was it last week? On Wednesday, right? Okay, that was last week. So I, was, I was talking to you about how that the Bible says... The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. And I was, I was encouraging you that we can change things in our cities... You know, we've got to understand that as Christians, we are not ordinary. I don't know how many times I have to say that to you. We can change things if, if, if there's something going on in your city that you don't like. It doesn't take so many of us to change things. It, just one person. The Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available dynamic in his working hallelujah so let's 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 keep in mind this scripture and pray for the united states pray do you do, are there things that we want to change in the u.s that's what we have to pray and make declarations of what we want to see because it is the church that has been given the authority to reign you know you got to understand that I always like to tell you that we are not ordinary. Hallelujah. All right. Let me go to my topic today. I'm teaching on our origin, our purpose, and our future as Christians. As Christians, we've got to understand our origin. We've got to understand where we came from. Who are we? How did we get here? Where are we going? What is our future? You've got to understand that. You know, Jesus was a man who understood his origin, he understood his purpose, and he understood his future. And that's the same thing he expects of us today. And the interesting thing is this, when we see Jesus, we see a reflection of ourselves. You know, the more, the more you know him, the more you discover who you really are. Praise God. So Jesus came, you know, like if I ask you why did Jesus come, many, many Christians are not even able to tell why Jesus came. You know, they say, oh, why did Jesus come? He came to die for our sins. That was a means to an end. The reason for dying for our sins was not just to die for our sins. The purpose of it 
is to reconcile us to God, is to give us the life and nature of God, is to make us sons of God, is to make us reign in righteousness with Him. If you don't understand that, you believe in a religious life. And I always told you Christianity is not a religion. All right. So let's, let's go to my, my scriptures today. So the first scripture is, is uh, John chapter 8, verse 23. And Jesus said unto them, Ye are from beneath, I am from above. Ye are of this world, I am not of this world. Oh boy. I told you something a while ago. I said, when you discover Jesus, you discover yourself. The very same things that Jesus said about himself, he said about his church. Because, listen, you remember Jesus said, as long as I'm in this world, I am the light of the world. He said the same thing about us. He said, you are the light of the world. He says, I'm not of this world. He said the same thing about us. We are not of this world. That's why that's what we can say that regardless of what is happening, we will always win. Because our origin is not of this world. Praise God. Oh, this is good, right? All right, let's read John chapter 13, verse 3. Um, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God and went to God. What a, what a destination. He says, knowing that Jesus knew very well that God has given all things in his hand and that he came from God and that he was going to go to God. Do you know that that is your future? We came from God and we are going to go to God. Praise God. But keep that in mind. Let's, let's, read, let's read John chapter 8 verse 42. I'm going to read it for Jesus said unto them, if you were, you, if you were of your if, if God were your father, you know, the Jews, he's talking to these Jewish people and they said, God is our father. And he says, Jesus said unto them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Praise God. Jesus said, I came from God. Now, you're asking yourself, why am I showing you all of this? Because I want to see, see, I want you to see where you came from. Because I'm going to be showing you scriptures that talks about our origin as God's people. All right, are you you going to see this? Okay, let's go John chapter 16, verse 26. And I'll read verse 28 as well. 26 says, And at that day ye shall ask in my name, and I say unto you that I will pray the Father for you. I came forth from the Father. Look, look, at, look at the emphasis and how Jesus clearly, continually stated his origin. I came from the, forth from the Father, and I'm coming to the world again, and I leave the world and go to the Father. You know, there were many religions in the world. Jesus is the only one who came from God. You know, like uh, some of the religious leaders said, I'm still searching for the way. I'm still trying to find out. Um, I'm trying to discover the way. Jesus says, I'm the way. I'm the truth and the life. Hallelujah. Jesus came from God. Now, let's look at who we are and where we came from. I told you that when you discover Jesus, you discover yourself. Let's, let's look at um, the first scripture is John, first John chapter 4. Verse 4. Oh boy, I love this. (laughs) 
Let's read that from the King James first. Please, please can you help me read that? I, I want us to read it together. Can we do that? Let's go. Once you go. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You know, I, I made I you read this scripture because the, the, the King James says that ye are of God. If you read that from the CEB, it says, can we get that? You are from God. It says you originated from God. It says you hail from God. You come from God. That is your origin. As a child of God. It might, it might, listen, there's, there's a certain consciousness that a child of God must have. And if you notice my teaching, I've, I've always, I try to remind you over and over again who you really are in Christ Jesus. Because, you see, it's not enough to just have the knowledge in your head. It ought, it ought to dominate your consciousness. That's why I try to remind you who you really are. Because how would you know this and you're afraid of a virus? It doesn't make any sense. Ye are of God. You are from God. You hail from God. And you have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Okay, let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the verse 17. Now, maybe before that, let's read 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 90, Amplified Classic Edition. Or the Amplified, any of them is okay. Or the King James is fine. It says, but you are a chosen generation. Did you see that? God says you are a chosen people. A royal priesthood. He says you are a king and you are a priest. Praise God. A consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession. So that you may proclaim the excellencies, the wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. These are scriptures you dance to every day. It's got to dominate your mind. Oh boy, what a life. You know, I was teaching, I was having Bible study with uh, with some of African people, uh, I think somewhat last year. And I was, was we were, I I don't even remember what we were talking about, but... Oh, it was Thanksgiving. We were talking about Thanksgiving, how that God wants us to be thankful. And I, I thought about, I thought about my salvation. And I'm like, guys, I was on my way to hell. I was, I was journeying to hell, but Jesus, Jesus came into my life. I received his life, and now I've received his nature, his life, and I'm saved. And now my journey, my direction has changed. I'm on my way to heaven. I began to cry. I began to cry. Like I, I mean, they, they have not seen anything like this. I, I was crying. I was weeping and sobbing like something is wrong. Because Jesus changed my life. Jesus changed my life. I was, I probably would have, I don't know. I, I don't even want to think it. <laughs> Praise God. I'm a chosen generation. Say that with me. I'm a chosen generation. Yes, we've got to understand that. Praise God. So I wanted us to look at James. Of, did I give you First Peter? First Peter chapter 1 verse 
23. I actually wanted that verse of scripture before this one. Which, which is still talking about our origin, your origin, your, your, where you originated from as a child of God. It says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. That is, that is where you came from as a child of God. That's what Christianity is. Being born of God. Being born of the word. That's why he says in James chapter 1, verse 18, I didn't give that to you, but if you could, I would just quote it off. He says, of his own will be God, he us with the word of truth. He gave birth to us with the word. We were born again by the word of God. He said, it was of his own will that he gave birth to us as his children by the word of truth. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. Born of the word of truth. I'm born of the word. I'm a child of the word. I'm the product of the word of God. No wonder Paul says, you are the pieces of Christ. I am. Listen, Jesus is the word of God made flesh. That is the same as us. Because we were born of the word. That's why no one can defeat us. That's why we are not afraid. Because you see, the Bible says that the word of God, Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but the word will not pass away. The word of God is indestructible. You can't destroy the word of God. That's why no one can destroy you as a child of God. You are born of the word. If you don't understand that, you experience what the world experiences. But we are different. We are of a different breed. We came from heaven, just like Jesus. Born again from heaven. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, let me show you a scripture that you probably have seen, but I want you to... Observe that scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and I'm going to be reading a couple of verses down, uh, verse 45 to, the, to verse 49. Now, let me ask you this. I, I hope you know that there were two Adams recorded in the Bible. You know, many Christians are so conscious of the first Adam. They tell you that, oh, Adam, the nature of Adam, well, Adam in the garden. They are so conscious of that man in the garden that they forget that they were born after the Adam, the second and last Adam, called, who is Jesus Christ. Christianity. Okay, let me read the, let me read the verse of scripture. All right, let's go. Uh, and so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. He was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. The NIV, can I get that scripture from the NIV? The NIV is a life-giving spirit. So you were born again, not after the first Adam. You were born again after the second and last Adam, who is Jesus Christ. So see that. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. Remember when God created man, he says he breathed into man, and man became a living being being, right? So that's what we're talking about. He said, the last Adam, a life-giving spirit. Praise God. He said, the spiritual did not come first by the, the natural, and after that, the spiritual. The first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man is of heaven. I told you, I'm showing you your origin as a Christian. Our origin is from heaven. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. These are shouting scriptures. I'm born after the second and last Adam. His name is Jesus. And I'm born from heaven. Listen, if you are not born from heaven, you can't go to heaven. Because Jesus says, ye are, ye are, ben, ye are, ye are from beneath. I am from above. 
And, and listen, Jesus was not talking about a physical beneath. There, there was talking about hell. Because the Bible said, hell from beneath shall come to meet you. So he was talking spiritually. A man or woman who is not born again is born from hell. But if you are born again, you are born from heaven. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, let's go. The first man of, was of the depths of the earth. The second man is of heaven. As was the earth, earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. Now, notice that. As many, those who came from Adam the first, the Bible calls them earthly. They are from this earth. And look at that. And as is the heavenly man. Woo, glory to God. So are also are those who are of heaven. We are of heaven. Praise God. And, and listen, listen to the, the instruction here. It says, just as we have borne the image of the earthly man, so shall we be. Can I get that verse of scripture from the Amplified? The Amplified says something really interesting that we should know. The verse 49 from the Amplified. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And just as we, we have borne the image of the earthly man, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly man. I like the Amplified said, let us bear the image of the heavenly man. Just as we have borne the image of the, the earthly, the man of, the, of dust, we, we will also bear the image of the heavenly man, the, the, the man from heaven. That's Jesus Christ. We are not of this world. You've got to understand that. That's why he says, whatsoever is born of God, is born from God, who hails from God, who originates from God, overcomes the world. Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. That's why I go anywhere. I'm not afraid of anything. I tell you, I, I have no fear in my spirit. Because fear, li listen, oh boy. He says, he's not giving you the spirit of fear. Listen, do you know a Christian ought to be taught of the devil? Because, listen, in, in, when we were born again, understand, listen and listen hard. You know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of teaching in the Old Testament that sometimes we forget who we really are in Christ Jesus. I remember I was talking to you about, um, some weeks ago, I was talking about this song that we sing, No Longer Slave to Fear. I'm like, listen, it, it, I understand what you're trying to say, but it is the babyhood level of Christianity. Because when you, when you lift your God is saying that you had no record of past. When you were born again, you were born anew with no past, no record, no record of sin, no record of fear, no record of anxiety. So all the time that you're rehearsing, I'm no longer a slave to fear. God, like, you were born without fear. How, how, how? Imagine you give birth to a child today and the child, the child is telling you that, oh, I used to be afraid. And What are you talking about? You are born again. We need to understand who we are. And that's why sometimes the songs we sing, I'm like, Lord, please help us. Because we're just getting excited about things that God is saying, you need to move. You need to move your understanding of the scriptures. You are not of this world. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Man, the, the theology of many Christians is just mixed up. It's... They, they, they take Old Testament, New Testament, just, just mix everything together. They don't understand what the gospel is. 
I was studying this scripture. Maybe I'm digressing a little bit. I was studying Isaiah chapter chapter 1 verse 19. Which says, if ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. It's a very beautiful scripture that we use. And it is very nice. I love that scripture. But you've got to understand that the Bible calls you as obedient children. So, when we say being willing and obedient, what are we talking about? He's talking about, it's basically saying working out the word, living the word, carrying out the word of God, doing the word. Because he says the only obedience necessary is the obedience of the gospel. The Bible says, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel? So the obedience that God is asking of us is the obedience of the call of the gospel. And we have done that in Christ Jesus. Now we are born again and we live out the word. Oh Lord Jesus. Praise God. Oh, I love this. Let's go over First um, Corinthians chapter 15, the verse 45. From the Amplified alone. <clears throat> you are a new creation. Understand that. He said, just as we have born. Can I get that from the Amplified Classic, please? I, I, um, I'm, I'm looking for that construction. He says, thus it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. An individual personality. The last Adam, Christ, became a life-giving spirit. Restoring the dead to life. So you restore the dead to life. You are a life giver. Just listen. There are things that we do just because we, we descended from Adam. There are things that we inherited. Because, we, because man, man, the, the man came from Adam the first. It's the same thing from Christ. If you are from Jesus, you are a life giving spirit. That's why you can talk to your body and your body will respond. You remember what the Bible talks about Jesus. The, the voice of the Lord came. This is my beloved son. Hear ye him. God commanded everything to hear Jesus. It's the same command that God has out on your life. Everything is supposed to hear you. When you speak, they hear. Demons and devils hear your voice. Sicknesses hear your voice. Because God has commanded everything to hear you. Praise God. Oh boy, I love the word. I love the word of God. So we are new creations. We have a future. We have, a, we have an origin. We came from God. Our future, our purpose is to lead men and women to Jesus. And our, 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 that's our purpose. Remember the Bible said the Son of Man is come to seek and save them that are lost, right? That has become our purpose. Jesus has asked my Father has sent me. Even so, send I you. His purpose has become our purpose. His origin became our origin. Now his future is our future. Hallelujah. And we go back to God. Hallelujah. 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 That's why you can't go to hell. Because your future is with Christ. And as we keep walking with him, we go to him. Praise God. That's, my, that's a word of encouragement to you. I have a lot to share. I always have a lot to share. But I want you to know that you came from God. You were born of God. And because of that, you are a world overcomer. 
a Christian, like, there's, the, Pastor Ryan, I was thinking about something that Ryan said during the conference. He said there are two things that God will not do. Number one, what he's already done. And number two, what he's asked you to do. You know, Christians are full of asking and asking and asking. There are things God, God, God is asking to do stuff you're asking him to do. And I love, Deb has been teaching very powerfully on renewing your mind, the power of words. I'm like, are we listening? These are the things God is expecting us to do. So, I'm done. I always have a lot to say. Thank you, Jesus. We just praise you. Come on, let's lift up our hands and worship him. Lord, we bless your name. We thank you. Thank you that you are our future. Our purpose is in you. Our origin is in you, oh God. Thank you that we are born of the word. Born of the spirit of God. Hallelujah. And because of that, we have overcome the world. We are not subject to the death, to to the troubles and decay and corruption of this world. We are born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. And we have the life and nature of God working in our spirits. Because of that, we live in health. We live in divine health. We live fulfilling our purpose in God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, we give you praise, Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you. Thank you for beautifying our lives with your presence, oh God. With the presence of the Holy Spirit. Oh, who has changed our lives. And now we are journeying our way to heaven. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Thank you, everybody, for coming. And I want to say a big thank you to Pastor Dave, Pastor Jeannie. Pass around and over here. I love you guys very much. Thank you for coming tonight. And I love you from the bottom of my heart. God bless you. All right. If you need prayer, you can come forward, pass around, and I will do the praying. <laughs> Thank you. God Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife@brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., Also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.